Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. I am your host, Rachel Gilbert, a therapist on a mission to bridge the gap between faith and mental health. Today you are listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. Be sure you tune in on Wednesdays for special guest interviews. These episodes are meant to be educational, not a replacement for your therapist. My book, Image Restored, was released in March, and we are in a restored series here on the podcast. When I completed writing the book, God showed me each of the chapter's themes applies to so much more than body image. And while this series can and does address body image struggles, I am teaching how you can apply it to any area of your life. You don't need a copy of Imager Stored to follow along, but of course, I recommend it. And you can learn more and grab a copy at imagerestoredbook.com. Well, so far in this series, these are the topics we have covered. Truth, temple, union, hope, family, heart, mind, emotions, behaviors, and worship. If you missed any of those, please go back and listen. This week, our theme is Identity Restored, and this is coming from chapter 11 of the book. And if you've read the book or you're familiar with this topic, you might be thinking, Rachel, what? Identity? Well, the theme of that chapter is comparison. And this, if you haven't noticed, this unit, if you will, each unit has three chapters in it. It was one of those where you're like, not so much restoring, your demolishing, right? It's kind of like if you were to renovate your house. And again, if you've read the book, you know, I use a house analogy throughout. This is the unit where we went in and we said, oop, that needs to go. Like we need to, we need to remove some of these things. And so comparison was one of those things. But because we're in a restored series, of course, the Lord doesn't want to restore our comparison. He wants to demolish it. But as I prayed, I was just like, Lord, what would I, what would I say then? What would I call that? And he said, it's an identity problem. It's an identity thing because, oh, my friends, when we don't know who we are, when we are searching for who we are and, and that's not rooted in Christ or we have founded our identity on all kinds of other things that's not Christ, then I don't know if you can fully overcome this temptation to compare. I am going to give you a couple strategies here in a second, but when our identity isn't secure, comparison's probably always going to be lurking. And I don't mean that to be negative. I, I really honestly feel like that's just the Lord saying, this is the truth. And it's because if I don't know who I am, then when I see other people doing things, getting opportunities, looking a certain way, having a, having a certain type of whatever it is, right? Yes, we're talking about body comparison, but we're also talking about all the other areas of comparison here. I'm going to clamor and I'm going to go, oh, maybe that could be my thing. Oh, wow, they're successful in that. Or, oh, they're getting attention for that. They're finding their identity in that. Oh, maybe that could work for me too. And it doesn't. And so let's chat about that today. Now, if you tuned in last week, we had a guest interview with Ainsley Britton. Uh, we talked a lot about identity. So anytime the Lord, I'm just going to tell you the way I structure my show a little is that it's very spirit-led in who I ask on the show as guests. And then even as I hit record for these talk therapies, 
I just try to ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want to say here? And so for him to bring up this piece of identity twice, I just want to tell you, lean in and let's look at just another perspective today on how a secure identity in Christ helps us defeat comparison. In my book, I have a quote in there that says, when we are busy looking over, comparing ourselves to others, we fail to see who God created us to be. Again, this is such an identity thing. It's such a heart matter of us just not knowing who we are. And so we're looking around at everybody else and what they're up to, what they look like, what they're working on. And we're trying to find our identity there. And then it oftentimes grows into this deep root of bitterness, resentment, jealousy, all the things. Of course, we know jealousy is big when it comes to comparison. And so here are, actually, I want to do something really quickly. I want to read to you. It's in my book, but it's a quote from another book. I highly recommend this book. It's called Enemies of the Heart. And this comes from Andy Stanley from Enemies of the Heart. It says, jealousy is dangerous. It's dangerous because it shapes our attitudes toward other people. It's hard to actively love someone you're jealous of. It's hard to serve or submit to someone who's a constant reminder of what you're not. Eventually, jealousy takes control of our attitudes toward people who have done nothing more than pull ahead of us in a race they're not even aware of. That last line struck me, a race they're not even aware of. Isn't that so true? That jealousy, envy, comparison, it just drives a wedge between us and other people. And oftentimes they're not even aware of it. And sometimes we're not even aware of it. So here is where, again, if you've, if you've read my book, I go into deeper detail on this. So, But I am going to give, even for those of you listening here like, Rachel, you promised I don't need your book to listen. And I'm going to hold true to that promise. And I'm going to share with you the three R's that I came up with that breaks those comparison yardsticks. So you know how I just, you know, quoted Andy Stanley's book and I told you that we are we're holding up these things that are imaginary, I call them like I said, comparison yardsticks. I actually taught a workshop one time and had brought in paint sticks. That's really where this idea came from. I'm very visual, if you haven't learned by now. And I I just felt like the Lord showed me it's like you're measuring yourself up with other people Yet the yardstick's invisible. Obviously, we're not all walking around with a yardstick in our hand. Sometimes I wish we did. Don't you? Like, this is a silly... I tried to I tried to put this in my book, what I'm about to say to you, and, and I didn't get to include it because, well, editors, they're great because they pull out all the stuff that they feel like doesn't matter. But here's... You're going to get a little insight. The truth is... Actually, I did put a piece of this. Sorry, you're going to... I can't remember exactly what all got pulled, but here's what I do know. My husband's a chiropractor, and for years, we would do these classes in the community and just teach spinal health care. And there, there was a statement in there that said, if our spine was on our face, we would take better care of it, right? Kind of like we do our teeth. Like most people are good about either going to the dentist or like brushing our teeth daily and doing things that you can see. Like we put on our makeup. We do all these things that you can see. We're really good about the things that you can see. But the things that you can't see we don't tend to work on. This is true with our health, right? You can have really high cholesterol, but technically you're not overweight, right? Like you can have all these things going on internally, just like the spine I just mentioned. Well, this is true spiritually for us. And I feel like comparison is one of those that falls in that camp of 
because you can't always see it, (laughs) we don't walk around with that physical yardstick in our hand, we tend to trick ourselves and maybe even other people that we're not comparing. And my friends, I'm just here to tell you that if you think that you've got some comparison happening in your life or jealousy happening, do not tolerate it. You're the only one who can say, I refuse to tolerate this in my life. I know this happened with me a few years ago, and I was going, I was struggling with comparing, and I got mad at it, right? Like sometimes that righteous anger at sin in our life is a really good thing because it convicts us to change. And it makes me aware too to go, I refuse to let comparison, jealousy, envy come between me and other people and put us in some race that we're not even aware that we're running. So here are the three R's that I broke down even further in the book, but I want you to hear them today. And it is recognize, repent, rejoice. So recognize is exactly what I just told you just then of whenever you recognize that this is a problem in your life and you're the only one who can highlight it. Other people could even tell you, hey, I mean, I don't know. I I don't think very many of us have that good of friends in our lives. And I mean this the best way possible, where we feel like we could actually go to each other and say, hey, sister, I noticed you're struggling with comparing. I don't know many people who are able to do that. And I don't know many people who are able to actually receive it well. I want for us to be those people that we have that type of relationship with each other that we can go, hey, I noticed you're struggling with jealousy or whatever. Obviously, it's you'd say it kinder than that. But for today, the purposes of today's episode, we don't have that with people. So it is really important that we ask the Holy Spirit to keep us accountable in this area. And so I have, I've said, Holy Spirit, please show me when I am getting jealous and envious and comparing myself to my sisters in Christ. Yes, around body image, but even around success, like when they get opportunities that I would have loved to have. And when jealousy is the first thing that rises up in me, I just immediately recognize there's that first R and go, oh, I see you, jealousy. And no, I will not pull up a a seat for you and have a conversation with you. You need to go in Jesus' name. So then that leads us to our second R, which is repent. So once I recognize, I repent and I say, Lord, I am so sorry. Here I am entertaining jealousy again and being jealous of my sister because she got something I wanted. And I just humble myself before him and say, Lord, I am so sorry. This is a sin. I confess that sin in my heart and I just release it. Ask for your forgiveness. And something shifts in us when we recognize and we repent. And then the third R is rejoice. And the rejoice is two directions here. The first part of rejoice is whoever I had that jealousy come over me about, I just spend some time and I just rejoice over her or him, um, but just going, Lord, I thank you for my sister. I thank you for how you wired her. I thank you gave her this opportunity. I just pray blessings over her and her household. Like I just spend a few few moments really until I feel the Lord releases me in my heart to um, pray over that person. Do you know how mad that makes the enemy? Oh, it, he just gets so mad and I love making him mad because not only did I recognize and repent of my jealousy, I didn't stop there. I took it one step further and I prayed blessings. I prayed more blessings over that person that I was jealous of. Woof. And I'm going to just go ahead and tell you that is a hard pill to swallow. I still to this day, literally just today, 
I mean, this is real talk with Rachel. Had a moment where, you know, I went through this whole system. I'm, I'm like constantly going through this three, if nothing else, if I knew, I'm like, man, if this 3R system doesn't work for anybody else, it's, it's working for me in my life. I've gotten a lot of freedom. But just this morning, I had this where I had to go through my 3Rs and, and I was praying for the sister. And honestly, that part where you rejoice over them and say, Lord, thank you so much that you gave her the opportunity. I pray blessings over her. I pray you open even more opportunities for her. That's a hard prayer to pray. Like it takes a minute coming up. You know, when you can feel words coming up, like they're hard to say, they're hard. But the moment they get up and out, a true deep joy settled into my spirit. And I just was like, wow, I'm really happy for her. Like not the kind of happy that's the sideways happy that we've all said to each other or had say to us like, ah, congratulations. Like, but deep down, everybody knows, oh, that was not a real congratulations. That was a, you know, passive aggressive congratulations. But something beautiful happens though when we turn and we rejoice over them. And so I'll rejoice over whoever it was I was comparing to, but then I'll take it even more and just, then I then I spend some time and I just rejoice over how the Lord made me. So let's go back to the identity thing because remember what caused us, and let's use my example this morning, what caused me to be jealous of my sister for a brief moment before I went through my 3R system was my identity, my wondering, well, does does the Lord see me? Like, are my prayers going to get answered? Uh, is Am I, like, who am I? Like, you're really, you're asking, who am I? Okay, so remember that, recognize, repent, rejoice. And I want to close out today by just reading to you the therapist thought from the book, because it's going to wrap up this question that we're asking, that I just asked you right now about who am I? This one is about body checking. So let's talk about body checking for a second. Body checking is the habit of seeking or avoiding information about your body's weight, shape, size, or appearance. It's normal to look in the mirror to, of course, make sure you don't have spinach stuck in your teeth or maybe to admire a new outfit. But a counselor can help if body checking becomes problematic or interferes with your life, affects your eating habits, or becomes a way to control fear and anxiety about your body. When you find yourself body checking, take a moment to check in with your heart and ask, what am I looking for? So that's what I wanna leave with us here today. You know, we always have a processing question for you, and this is what I want you to process throughout the week. Next time you find yourself comparing, it could be body related, but it could just be any other area of your life. I want you to ask, what am I looking for? What is missing in my heart that makes it hard for me to celebrate others? Again, that's what am I looking for? What's missing in my heart that makes it hard for me to celebrate others? And then make sure you listen to what the Holy Spirit wants to show you. He will highlight those things. The Holy Spirit loves to highlight things that are um, keeping us just in bondage and, and pushed down and not free. All right, let me pray over us. Lord, I thank you for every single person who is sitting under the sound of my voice. Thank you, Lord, that you are here to restore our identity. And in doing so, we are then empowered to be women and men who do not live a life of comparison, trapped in bondage to comparison and jealousy and envy. And right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I just break off that spirit of jealousy, envy, comparison of any kind. May we be people who truly, genuinely are 
overflowing with joy for one another, that we celebrate one another. We celebrate how we're each uniquely made and gifted. And may we just have that identity restored. May we know who we are and whose we are in Christ Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay, a couple quick resources. If you haven't taken my quiz, go take it at rachelgilbert.com forward slash quiz. It is what's your body trying to tell you. And then, of course, like I said, grab the book, uh, imagerestoredbook.com. I will tell you today, if you're interested in those the comparison yardstick that I briefly mentioned to you, in Image Restored, there is a QR code at the very beginning of the book in the introduction. You can scan and you get access to six video teachings of me, uh, me teaching you the counselor activities and yardsticking was one of those. So make sure you check it out, especially if you already have the book. Some people miss that, like they didn't realize that the QR code sent you there. So make sure you're using that, okay? Well, that concludes today's Talk Therapy episode, and I'll see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.